0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-oh. Y'all ain't think this was gonna happen, did you? Check me out, Pro Style, yo. Now your television right now needs no adjusting. Back in the booth, your favorite cousin. Ladies and gents, get ready for your TV blast. Big Tig about to blast that ass. Holla back now. And Rap City off beat with it. Big Tigger kinda sick with the freak with it. Pro style, keep the beat on time so I can continue with my freestyle rhyme. It's going on, Rap City. I know y'all miss the basement. And Big Tigger gone and ain't no replacement. It's going down, I do my thing. Big I'm known to rock the wrist and a ring. That's kinda icy. I'm about to get a smack out. Y'all done made me bring that basement piece back out. It's going on. Today is Rap City with Big Tigger Pro Style and the Kid Diddy. Holler
2: Big Tigger, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us. Uh, no
3: doubt, no doubt. Always happy
2: to be placed today. People want me to be. Nice. So I wanna start from the way I was introduced to you was through B E T, uh, you know, Rap City. Um, And I think what impressed us the most was, of course, like the freestyle segments. So I have a few questions about those. Okay. One, what was, in your whole time at BET um, on Rap City, what was the most memorable freestyle that, you know, while you were there?
3: There was a lot of those. those. I remember L.L. basically pulling his pants down a little bit and basically...
1: Sitting on the toilet while he was driving. It was crazy. Be your original, visual, individual, ten times platinum, your career's looking critical. Rich from this motherfucker being a criminal. Looking your child, the vibe is subliminal. You want a freestyle, F yeah. I got a chance to be in the booth with you know what what was
3: really I can't really like there were so many good memories, like I grew up a hip-hop fan, you know, like, right. but there was an opportunity for me to be in the booth with people that, you know, like, I grew up idolizing, like, my Kim and one, uh-huh. and, you know, so, like, those moments to me were always special. Like, yeah, I'm in the booth with, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, so, you know, like, so a lot of, I had, like,
1: basically a lot
3: of the moments where, where I got to, you know, be in the booth with people who I revered lyrically, you know, like, this, this was special for me, like, you know, as a fan, mm-hmm. you know, damn the fact that I was working, it was, I mean, it was
2: ten time for that, you know, it's a mad thing. You know, like, the, 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 of course, the great thing about a freestyle is that, you know, it's obviously off the, off the top of the head, uh, unedited, right. but as a, I guess, as being very, somewhat skeptical, were they ever edited, just like, were they ever taped and were there ever retakes, or were they just really straight one take?
3: They were 95% of the town one take, you know, like, that was, you know, like, and, and, you know, the, the smarter artists would come in with something lightly prepared and drift in between, Hmm. some freestyle, some written, some freestyle, some written, and then if you were just good at it, then, you know, you just, that, that was the art, that was the fun, that was the. You know, who was going to get, you know, like, who like, none of mine were written. Like, that was something I grew up doing and got really good at. And, you know, I used to cater my, my freestyle to what was happening in the show and the artists and what album they had. You know, it was, you know if you really know how to do it, it's, it's really, it, there is an art form to it, but it, it's very easy to do if you kind of get good at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the more you do it, you should be able to pop more for a lot easier. And I was, you know, six years of doing it every day, you know, you <laughs> know, for me, that was just—it was fun and it was challenging, and that's what it was. So, but I would say most, like, really, like most of them were just really freestyling. Mm.
2: Were you, were you, were you ever? I mean, you just mentioned you like you grew up with some of these. You grew up watching some of these people. Were you ever intimidated to freestyle in front of them? Yeah, of course I was. <laughs> you know, get the Boomer Rockers. That's true, <laughs> Daddy Kane. You know, you know, you know like now there
3: was somebody like, for example, I remember one day and I froze up a little bit and I was like, nah, I'm gonna just let Jay rock <laughs> Uh oh, and I remember one time I really like it was even though he wasn't the biggest artist, I really respected sauce money and his his talents. Mm. I didn't want to go after Sauce Money. I was like, I'm not going first I was like, I'm not going after Sauce Money uh, So I mean it, it it was just a lot of again it was a you know, as an M C you know, it was always a challenge and the rah and all, but it was also fun for me. Mm. And, you know, when I got into, you know, having an opportunity to get in with some of the people who, was, you know, like, you know, you know, I always bring a Rockem because that's the God, you know, like, <laughs> how you, you know, I, was, I had to do it because I was like, when are, I might not have enough opportunity to be in the booth with the God. So, you know, it, it, it was sometimes I got a little shook, but that, that also pressure, you know, pressure makes me do better most of
2: the time. Right. I always say that Rockem is the maybe the one of the few artists that I could actually listen to all his albums and I'm okay with him talking about himself a lot. Because hey, he could just rhyme. That's the
3: R, you, know, you know, like, there was lots of artists, you know, like, you know, not just drip too hard you know what music is versus today, versus yesterday, but I think any everybody would say, agree was a little bit more lyrical back then. Mm. You know, like, I grew up with that. That's how I grew up. You know, so... And I'm, I'm put in a position that not only, you know, showcase my talents and abilities and other people's talents and abilities, you know, I want to show off a little bit. <laughs> so it was just a lot of fun for me. I was like, you know, I see the basement with six and a half years of fun. Mm. And, and being able to get back to an art form that allowed me, uh, that gave so much to me. When,
2: when When you were there, was there a lot of limit to... Or I guess a lot of, uh, I guess, I mean, handcuffing of what you can could and could not play on BET?
3: Um, You know, I didn't really, yeah, I would say there was because, but that wasn't, I wasn't one of the producers. Right, okay. So I wasn't really in tune into what the music department was, you know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't really my my struggle or, or really what I dealt with. Uh, I was just you know, my whole thing was like if I thought somebody or something was hot, I said, yeah, you do this. Sometimes I get a yes, sometimes I get a no. So I mean, but I didn't really get into the playlist and all of
2: that. That wasn't really my, my ballpark. Mm. I want to actually, uh, you obviously have done more than uh, BET's Rap City. You've, you know, moved on. You, you DJ, you're doing a radio show now. Uh, how do you, through all raps forever changing? How do you keep yourself staying relevant? Uh, you know, in the public eye.
3: I don't have an exact formula for it. I mean, I've been yeah, you know, I've been saying this for almost 18 years now. Uh, I've been blessed to be me, and people like it. Mm. <laughs> uh, I haven't changed. I, I really haven't changed much. I'm refined, of course. As you, you grow, you're supposed to, you know broaden a little bit, get a little better, you know, be able to diversify a little bit. But I, I think I've been I've been authentic to who I am. I think I've been authentic to you know, what I am. You know, I haven't really I haven't jumped on any bandwagon like, oh, this is hot now, so let me go do that. Right, right. Oh, this is, you know what I'm saying? I, I've always been me. Uh, and, you know, fortunately me has worked out a lot. So uh, that and a lot of hustle. I pay attention to what know what the direction and what's happening musically and, and artistically and i you know a, a lot of paying attention and just trying to again not while, while at the same time I, I can appreciate and and be knowledgeable knowledgeable about having forsaken anything that's uniquely me just in order to, to jump on a trend so to speak
2: right and, and i
3: think people respect that
2: and I want to continue with your, um, you know, Live at the Den with Big Tigger, your your radio program, your radio show. I was on the website, and there's tons and tons of interviews. So a couple of questions. What has been your favorite interview so far? We did,
3: like, a, a interview series. Um, you know, like, we, I sat down with Jay, and I think it was Jay Diddy 50 and, Jay Diddy 50 and LL. Um, R. Kelly, like, i like i like I like instances where I like actually one of my a lot of my favorite interviews were on b t when we did blueprint hmm. blueprint allowed me to ask like questions that weren't just the, you know we have a time constraint we have to ask all the fluff questions right blueprint allowed me to, to really ask you know a lot of different questions you might not usually get to ask or to have a more in depth conversation um uh, a more a more in depth conversation with an artist about his direction, his his ups and downs, and stuff like that. So I mean I I mean I've God, there's been so many of them. I've you know me and I've had a, had some really great ones with R. Kelly. You know, throughout his ups and downs, I've had some um, some good ones with Fifty, Eminem, Jay. Um, uh, you know, different people in different, you know, points in their life. Hmm. You know. And and being able to not only say, All right, tell me what's up, with your album, what you doing, what's going on, blah, 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 but also really get into, you know, delve into behind you know, what's really behind the artist. Those are my favorite interviews.
2: What is um like you mentioned you've you know, you've obviously had you've had a eighteen year career, um, was there well a couple of questions? Was there ever a point where you just kind of wanted to leave this whole thing?
1: Um,
3: I can't say that there's been a spot where I'm like I'm done. Uh, I'm at a place now outside of my syndicated show. Unless unless the situation is right, mm. it's perfect. I probably won't be going back to daily radio just because of the way formatically. Daily radio is now it's very cookie cutter. It doesn't allow for a lot of individual expression. It's, it's very, you know, it's very cut and paste. Mm. Um, if you go to mo- outside of morning radio, mo- you know, and night radio, say maybe in New York and Miami, lots of, and, you know, like radio is pretty much the same everywhere now. And that used to be the beauty of radio is it used to be reflective of its region, its city. Um, you know, you be able to go somewhere and hear some stuff you might not hear with places. You'll be able to, you like, you could really feel out of city from a radio station because that radio station used to cater directly to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not really the same anymore outside of morning radio to a certain degree. And even with that, it was so much syndication now that that's still not the same. Man, I mean, so, outside of that, I, I really enjoy, I do still really enjoy my syndicated show. Because I can do what the hell I want to do. I am the executive producer. Thanks. And, you know, <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and, uh, my television, I have a local television show in the CW, I'm an executive producer. I can do, I can cover what I want to cover, not cover what I want to cover. Right. Um, so those things are, are not only allow me, a, you know, the platform, but they also provide me, you know, creatively to, you know, add Leave my mark on the situation because I'm covering what
2: I want to cover and how I want to cover it. Mm. Um, I want to just quickly. I
3: haven't, I haven't really wanted to leave. Um, I, 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 I enjoy what I do, you know, even 100 yeah. I get to interact with people. Sometimes I make somebody's day better. You know, somebody could be having a horrible day. I'll be able to help turn that around by like what I talk to or who I talk to. So that part of it always been the best part of it i guess the the not so great part is you know you got to sacrifice a lot of your personal everything
2: <laughs> Right. <laughs> well you're you know you're 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 pretty much a public figure now so it's like right you know people probably go up to you on the street all the time yeah
3: and you know like people you know my friends and people who haven't been around like Yo, how do you do that i was like Just keep them 100 when i don't want to be robbed i don't come outside when you're outside, you're quote unquote, unquote on stage, and they expect you to be the person you are. Right. You really having a bad day, and you don't want
2: to see nobody. Stay your ass in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go outside of the, you know, just of, of, of your job, of your daily work, uh, and go to your uh, your organization, the, the Street Corner Foundation. Uh, when did right. HIV, in a, when 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 did that become important to you? HIV awareness. Well, when we first started
3: in 2001. You know, I just wanted, I had been to a bunch of other people's little charity weekends, and I just wanted to have a weekend. Uh, one of the people, uh, Dawn, who was running my organization at the time, had a family member who was dealing with the whole thing. And after being formally introduced to it, you know, like firsthand, it became something that was near and dear to my heart. And, you know, we began on this course to help um, combat combat the disease through awareness. Um, you know, HIV, for the most part. Most part is a, a disease of choice. People get it from making bad choices. Back in the days, you might have got it from a blood transfusion. You know, you know there were some other you know ways of catching it, but not, you know, primarily in this day and age, is people not doing the right thing. Either you're having unprotected sex or you're sharing needles. Those mm-hmm. are really the two ways that people are and transmitting disease at this point. So if we can if we can let people know that and people you know, be aware of exactly how it's transmitted, how you catch it, then you still make a, a bad decision and that was, um, again, it's back to a disease of choice, not to float through the air, you can't catch them shaking hands, and stuff like that so, I mean, it, we was just, you know especially in, in, in our community African American community, there was so many stigmas, so many false you know, false beliefs in how it could be, you know, it was it was very, it was, and it's, they still exist. It was just something that we decided we were going to take on. That was our, that would be our, our challenge is to help increase awareness amongst people who shouldn't. The people who had the most, um, who had the highest infection rates, had the lowest awareness. Mm. Um, so, like, why not fix that?
2: And how can the, uh, how can our audience uh, help your organization?
3: Honestly, you know, we have this one saying, saying, you know, be, you know, we have this one thing, be, uh, I can't remember right now, I'm driving. Uh, But uh, know your status, get tested. That's the best thing you can do for you and your partner. Not only what, like, while it's very scary, I'm not pulling no punches, if you, like, as as a couple, it's very scary to go in there and get tested together. But the moment that you both come out negative, oh, the sight that you're going to have is so <laughs> wonderful. Awesome.
2: <laughs> awesome. Nice. <laughs> big Taker, man, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to join me today on uh, The Library with Tim Einenkel. No doubt. All
0: uh-huh. right. ain't to the base Big Dick EQ. Back to me, hey, back to me, hey. Let's go down, take it out, what's up? Off the top, I guarantee there's no equal. His new album in stores, to Cal Zero, man, the prequel. You know how we do when me and my crew bang. Been repping this kid since he was down with Wu-Tang back in the days. Into the chamber, 36, big tick, Putting it down, the dirty mix provided by EQ. Test me and my crews, guarantee you lose. Man, your whole crew snooze. Mess the cows, sitting behind me right now. You know how we do, we keep it moving with freestyle. I'm going to step to the right you blow the spotlight. Dynamite, hey, now, good morning.
1: Make it right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Map, a.k.a. John John Phenomenon, a.k.a. Alicia Keys' boyfriend in the video. Here we go. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, sh- lo and behold. Rizzo and meth got another ninja scroll. Man, I ain't your foe. Send chills down they spines like I'm December cold. Never bend or fold like a wallet. Can't call it, won't pretend to know. Wax, put sh- my back on it like a friend that stole. Been in the game ten years, I got ten to go. It's the prince and the dark knight, let's begin day, yo. Call me Mr. Low Maintenance. Tell him hoes, I'm like a doctor that lost his license. I got no patience, I got time for wasting. If you ain't fam, you ain't relating. These hating hot dog rappers is Nathan without love. Like a stoner without bugs, girl, your ass got as flat as a soda without suds. <laughs> who got the nerve to think that meth can't rhyme? Put it on to the skull and get it out your mind, mind, yeah. Uh-oh, like Loomy day If meth ain't that sh by now I'm soon to be. Okay. When I choke old mics, I don't give room to break. I'm just doing me, but girl, if you're fine, I do you free. Oh. By now, y'all know who it be. Don't make me tell. Just know I kill a mic like that kid from ATL. If you fail to plan, baby, plan to fail. See my game ugly, like... I'm so funky, I can't even stand the smell. Come on, lights a drag, roll it up and inhale. Don't get comfy, I crept your style like a monthly. Even give me more than cut Kutcher to punk me. My spark, just one shot, I clip a block like it's time for 106 and pop. Statin' out and dropping your ass, we mean business. Put a shot in your ass like free clinics. <laughs> You're too tall.
0: Free quote. <laughs> Zero in an hour, That's what's up.